Okay, guys, so it's uh, it's now a Wednesday morning. Um, I'm actually not on my laptop for a, well, MacBook, whatever you want to call it, um, which makes a which makes a change because it's actually sitting where a MacBook should, just on a, like a table. I suppose that's like the TV stand. Normally my MacBook's attached to my hip, and so when I wake up, like I I feel the need to just plan. I was talking to the psychiatrist and I don't know when I moved away from I used to be so good at I'd get up in the morning um I'd I'd put on the, the TV I'd I'd sit and watch um a show called Everybody Loves Raymond and I'd drink a cup of tea and I'd be so 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 content just Oh, just it was a magical, magical time for me. And I don't know at what point um, I moved quite far away from that. And every morning became a time to just plan and replan and overplan and then change the plan. And then, oh, absolutely awful. Um... So yeah, look, I'm here. I am Wednesday morning. I did my testing yesterday, and the testing was was you know pretty solid. It 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 kind of means there's nothing wrong, and that's one of the things I want to drill home. That remember, you can be really close. My test was identical to a test I did um, about nine weeks, eight weeks eight, nine weeks after London Marathon last year. And you know that there was, I did take two or three weeks easy, but then I did an altitude camp in Spain. And you know, there's, I think it's it's a couple of things, right? It tells us that if you've trained and trained and trained for years and years and years, you don't lose it. It doesn't go anywhere. But sometimes you're just not doing a great job of extracting the results from your body and that can be numerous things you know that could be that can be fueling that can be um course that can be weather that can be psychologically that can be and remember that everything i've just named in that statement is is on race day remember that you've got pre-race day you've got fuel and pre-race day you've got hydration pre-race day you've got the specific marathon program was it did it move too far in a direction of just marathon? Was there not enough tempo, threshold, etc., etc.? Was there not enough 10K reps? Do you respond better? And then the problem is, guys, everybody responds slightly different. They're a slightly different combination of all the things that I've kind of just named and other things. So that's there lies one of the problems. You You really need to... You find an ingredient that works well for you, and then I was about to say exploit it, fucking nail it home, you know, and and that that's probably where frustrations would come from because um, I'd say to myself, well, shit, like last year, is it not fair to say you had found an ingredient that 
really worked you know you 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 raced so well you you were able to perform on the the big occasion you you felt good performing on the big occasion but i i have another phrase hold on i have another phrase that goes along the lines of a dog will always be a dog what i mean by that is even with nala you know people try to train their dogs and you know when someone comes to the door and no matter 15 years, 10 years, my, my parents' dog, I come to the door and he still barks, still growls, and I have to go, Leo. Anyway, the reason I'm telling that story is because dog will always be a dog. And so I'm not going to be mad at myself today or any day thinking, oh, you know, you'd ran 209 last year, you'd ran whatever, right? I'm not going to sit here, and you shouldn't either. You shouldn't sit there and and if you've if you've not improved this year or fuck it, you know, if you've got worse, I've got way worse on paper. Because I'm gonna say Stephen Scullion will always be a part of Stephen Scullion will always be Stephen Scullion. And so like I do at the end of every year, and I'm now gonna have to do at the end of this year, I go into review and I review everything that's just happened and I take a look at it and I say, right, what worked and, and what didn't work? And for some reason, at the end of last year, I just I just let things get to me. I, I and I let myself get to myself. And then once myself gets a hold of myself, I, I change too much and I try to fix things. And what it, what I've realized is I'm I'm gonna come back to the MacBook in the morning. The MacBook in the morning is a chance for my brain to to look and, and find ways to improve what I'm doing. And so what it'll do is it'll it'll look at it'll look at ways to improve, you know, my living situation. It'll look at ways to improve my training situation. And then that sometimes comes down to coaches and it also comes down to trips away. It's not uncommon for me to have, in the same day, to have looked up, could I train in front? How would that look? How much do rental cars cost? What time would the flight be? Etc, etc. Then I look up Sierra Nevada. Hey, what about Sierra Nevada? What's the weather like in Sierra Nevada? Is there a wee flight to Sierra Nevada from Belfast? Ooh, I wonder what the prices of accommodation is on Airbnb. I mean, I look all of it up. Like, it's just over-over-planning, over-over-thinking, over-over-analysis, right? And it it just leads to, yeah, like, you're just, you're just all over the place. Your wee brain just doesn't know what fucking day it is, bless it. It does not know what day it is. And it, it stresses and it doesn't... Look, every now and again, you just need to, this is harsh, like, but you just need to shut the fuck up. Brain, mind, <laughs> sometimes you even just talk too much. This is me talking to me. Um, it's like a wee, a wee, a wee chat with Stephen. Um, but look, guys, it's not, it's, it's okay, right? Haven't done anything wrong. Decided a year ago, I thought I could change things and it would make things better. And it, it didn't. It didn't. Now, it didn't in terms of race results. The physiological profiling from a year ago, and a year ago, I I walked around with my chest held high, 
my shoulders pinned back, I, I was confident, right? And that's because a year ago, my results had given me that confidence. And that's not, you shouldn't, we do, but you shouldn't necessarily just link results to confidence. But the fact that the profiling is, like I say, essentially identical to a year ago, and I'm going to add something else to the equation. The profiling is now being done as will all future races and all future training, etc., etc., um, in the Under Armour shoes. And I say that not that it makes a, a huge difference, but but we all know it it can make a difference. And it's just got to the point now where you know Under Armour have a have a great shoe, very very close to being finished, and so I want to start wearing a shoe that I know um, can be a competitive shoe but that I also know is now the shoe that I wear. And so I think with the whole complicated brain side of things, I don't want to wear different products and then, you know, on race day be thinking, I mean, for all I know, the Under Armour shoe's better, but I'm just not wearing it on the days that I would that I would see is it better, like races, like testing, like, you know, maybe some hard tempos that I was doing. And so that's that's a an important side note. Um, but look, things aren't in a in a bad place. The test looked good on paper. It excited me. There there was still a couple of the numbers were still a little bit elevated, and that comes down to um, probably going in a little bit malnourished. I have this thing where when I don't race well, I don't really think I deserve. Um, like a break I don't think I deserve the luxuries that you might have on a break and so I probably lost two kilograms since the race now most of that's just water weight and and your glycogen comes down quite quickly but yeah like I I I was probably punishing myself internally beating myself up why did Boston not go well you know now I, I I can't have a break and just enjoy it all this kind of stuff, um, which is kind of sad, you know. That's 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 not nice. That's that's not cool. Um, and so yeah, like look, um, some of the numbers were a little bit elevated at the very beginning, but that that is that can be altitude tent, that can be malnourished. Um, there can be a couple of things linked to that. Um, but it wasn't a bad test across the board. Like I said, it looked a really healthy test, um, and it, it's telling you that you know there's 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 markers that we use, and they're called like threshold or or turn points, and um, it's probably the the best they've ever been. You know, it's you know that like they're they're definitely sitting now. I didn't. I only did a test two months after London and Larne. I didn't do a test around London and Larne, and I also never did a test with Rob because of covid like you know maybe before i went to font remote which would have been quite like interesting and so i think what has to happen now is i have to do a test then i have to you know use the physiologist support and i have to go and do some training that can confirm you know is the test and i'm not going to say accurate but I'm going to use a I'm going to use a heart rate. I'm going to say to myself, "Okay, the test says that if I don't go over 171 heart rate in training, 
um, my lactate will stay at a certain level. And if my lactate stays at that certain level, that means my body is doing a good enough job at this intensity of buffering the lactate. Um, keeping the lactate at a at a fairly low enough level that you can sustain for probably an hour of running. Um, so that's likely the next um, the next step is to because uh, that's what you want. You actually want the first test not to be amazing because then you can probably make it a bit better um, <laughs> when you retest. Um, so look, that's the that's the plan. The plan is Thursday or Friday of this week. Um, I'll go out and do um what we call like a threshold session. Probably probably Friday. There, there's there's not a lot really going on this week, and and today I'm just going to run once, and tomorrow I'm probably just going to run once, or I'll do two short runs. But it's not to be a full week yet, because that's another mistake you can make. You know, not allowing your body just because it's feeling better and it's handling some training and um you know not to not to push it just yet because i think if you start pushing it and getting back into you know i i really wanted to go do the mountain run this morning um and i'm just not going to do that because i think the downhills um the pounding of the downhills can just catch up with you a little bit um so no mountain run this morning I'm going to get an easy run in with my friend Noel and then he has to go get vaccinated and then we'll go for a coffee and I'm really trying this is something I'm really working on outside of running so that okay so I'll talk about the training because most people might have just raced the marathon or hold on the training the training that I'm about to do is the training that definitely would have gotten neglected between Tokyo and Boston but likely the last time I did this kind of training might have been way back in like February or March of last year and it that's the thing with training remember that you're just because you're a completely dedicated athlete and you're a committed athlete and you're getting stuck in and you're you're showing up and you're going to maybe a club session on a Tuesday or, or you're doing your own thing etc etc doesn't mean the training's right for that moment in time I'm going to tell you there is millions of really great training sessions millions of them right you you can have there's coaches all over Ireland you know there's there's guys set training all over Ireland and they you could you could send them a session this is the session I did yesterday and a, and a really great coach called Mark Rowland once upon a time said it's easy to write up a great session what becomes difficult is knowing when to set that session and that's that's music to my ears that's there's nothing there's nothing wrong right now nothing it it's just likely that some of the sessions and the timing of some of those sessions and again this is not anybody's fault when i when i was you know debriefing it, it's nice when you can just blame 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 but it was nobody's fault there was just no there was no time you, you, how do you finish an olympic marathon that you know with five weeks to go you were sick for two weeks and then you had travel and then you had a taper and so for five weeks you really haven't done much and you certainly haven't done the kind of stuff that i'm talking about now like hit hard hills lots of threshold running um 
and and there would have been marathon type threshold which is a that's the very very low end of of threshold there's two turn points lactate turn point one lactate turn point two and and threshold the first threshold which is usually named aerobic threshold is like marathon and then the second can be known as anaerobic threshold the point before you're going anaerobic um and that's your your turn point too and that's like usually half marathon type effort or um for guys running closer to an hour 70 minutes it's kind of a half marathon type effort um and and so these are really important numbers and and i've decided now that they're gonna sit at the top of a pyramid right they're they're holy grail well certainly lactate turn point two lactate turn point two is now holy grail it's now my just my superpower and and a coach called nick anderson a long time ago loved setting that kind of stuff and it's no wonder while doing a lot of that stuff i got really really good and bravo what a what a brilliant job. The more I can see now, what a brilliant job Nick was doing with an athlete like myself, you know, and like Andy Vernon at the time and Ben Moreau and, and some really great athletes. And so that has to be the holy grail. And then everything else has to be built around that. And at different times of the year, there would be different amounts of all of these combinations. But I've decided... What I've realized also, I'm going to tell you, at a four times two mile, excuse me, four times two mile at, we'll call it threshold, which is the speed you can maintain for an hour, roughly. So I did four times two mile. I think I averaged, let's say 445, right? It might have been 443, but like, do we care? No, we don't care, right? 445. I had just raced a half marathon about mm, 10 days before at 440 pace so there's there's two there's two things here have backed it up right a race best place to back it up best best place because that tells you exactly the speed you can run for an hour and then in training you go apply what you've just learned from the race you go apply it in training um and so i do four times two miles 445 let's say that's what it was and then five weeks later right Five weeks go by, I don't work, I don't run a single rep around that pace for four to five weeks. Not one mile, not six mile, not four times two mile, not six by a mile, etc, etc. No sessions around half marathon effort. None. Zero. It's funny that when I'm fucking coaching people, I set this all the time, (laughs) but I don't set it for myself. (laughs) Well, I suppose I wasn't setting my program, but... That's another story. But hey, here we go, right? Five weeks later. And I do three times two mile. I haven't touched it for five weeks. I average 502. Now, somehow in five weeks, you've lost 17 seconds per mile. Now, it's not... Here's the thing, right? I'm going to say something that's going to sound really silly. It's not real, right? It is real, okay? 100% 100% is real because you've just done it. You've done it five weeks before. Two different speeds, completely different speeds, similar weather, same training location, etc., etc. So, but it's not real in terms of you haven't, 
actually lost fitness. Think of fitness as still sitting in the body, right? You've just lost an ability to run at a certain pace at a certain intensity. Now, how the fuck do you get that ability back? Go back to doing what helped you get to it in the first place. And it it's the kind of... It's the kind of thing that what I'm gonna Nick Nick Bado a long long time ago I seen a I seen a bar chart a long time ago and I just didn't realize it it probably it probably meant similar to threshold as it did to VO two and basically what I think can happen is I'm gonna pretend pretend over a five year period right I need another another reset my God. So let's pretend over a five-year period, your threshold speed, the one-hour threshold, okay? Your threshold speed has gone from 520 per mile to 440, okay? 40 seconds. But remember that 520 was the best speed that it was that year. The best. That was on the day you ran a PB. You've ran 70 minutes for a half marathon, your best, best speed, okay? And then five years later, like me, you run 61 minutes for half marathon, 440 per mile, five years later, okay? It doesn't mean that either threshold speed was that threshold speed for the whole year, right? But that also changes, okay? So that's the part I want you to start to grasp. Five years, we've got a bar graph and we've got 520 at the top right and so 520 looks about the size of your thumbnail and then we've got 510 and it's your thumbnail plus a little bit and then we've got five minutes year three and it's your thumbnail plus two little bits so the bar graph's going up as speed's going up right and then we get to 440 and it's probably two thumbnails okay and and so that's the that's the highest part and, and the way running works is it might not have even worked like that. It might have went 520, 505, 510, 450, 440. There might have even been a year where, where you didn't get better, okay? And this is going to be the interesting part, okay? Because not all of your, your bar graph, which is your thumbnail, not all of it's the same color, okay? We're going to have three quarters of it it's going to be almost full, three quarters to, to four fifths, right? Blue, right? The top bit's going to be black. The next part, we've got blue and then we've got black. And remember, we're only talking about threshold here. Blue, black, blue, black, okay? And the black bit always stays the same size. So what's changing year on year is the blue bit, right? Now, how does the blue bit change? Training consistently, you know, sleeping well so that your body's recovering from the training, your lifestyle, maybe going the altitude, etc., etc., right? These are all the things contributing to change. Now, here's what gets interesting. The black bit 